I'm going to say let's start with distant relatives because that's the one that I think we both, you know what I'm saying, agree with the most, I think. No. I And listening to this album, I w- I'm, I'm hard-pressed to say that I never really gave this album all the way through. So this true, is probably my, my first real, real. I remember it. We, let's. I don't want to talk about it. I, I, true, I, I'll true, save true. all that for the show. True. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child, man. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode, in which uh, episode was featuring the good brothers, uh, Jay Westbrook and Sam Ross. So, yeah, man, uh, I'm talking about what's going yeah. down at Bitter Pops this month, Black History Month, you know. So, yeah, man. Uh, and all the black breweries that are participating in their shindigs and whatnot on that end. So, yeah, man. I hope you all came out um, last friday or you know you should vi- you should visit bitter pops this entire month but that was a very positive time um shout out to rich uh funky town brewery um jay westbrook of course uh sam ross uh very positive vibe. shout out to mike Gemma from haymarket brewery um m- much love in the building much love much love I'm trying to get my uh, Lex Friedman podcast voice on. You know what I'm saying? You check for Lex. I do check for Lex. Yes. Yes. And how are you all doing? Yes. Ah, very soothing voice. You know Big saying? fan of Lex Friedman, man. One of the most interesting cats. Very good conversationalist. Willing to talk to a wide variety of individuals. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, long format podcasting. So shout out to Lex Friedman, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yes, I'll let us. Yes. Lex, have us on, man. If you want to drink beer and talk about some... Uh, Right, talk, right, right. He he be talking about some extra deep mental sections of life and the world type stuff. So, yeah, bro's a whole MIT professor. So, I mean, I don't know if he still is a professor, but that's his. You know, he's into robotics and. I AI, doubt so. he is still a professor. You know what I'm saying? In in yeah. in the in life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but word up, man. Um, about Lex, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. Uh, today, uh, we are discussing the classics. Uh, that's what we're gonna call it, cause that's what we've been calling it—the classics of the year 2010. What year did we even start at? Do you remember what year we started at? We started at 1994. Wow! And so now we up to 2010. We could have started it. We could have started earlier, but you know, um, we could have started probably 92, 93, but I, I think we did do 90. I think we started at 94. So we already, we are here at 2000. And what I think is that I think we said we will always will be 10 years behind where we are. So I think we probably stop at 2013. I think 10 years is good for a classic for like, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, to, to, for the test of time for sure. Um, so yeah, we have, we, you know, OT sent me a list of two lists of albums from the 2010s and uh, from the year 2010. And I thought it was very, uh, it was a hard, it was a hard choice. Um, dare I say it was a bit of a lackluster year. Um, 
but we I have a hot take on that. We'll get to, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm very careful with what I yeah, I got a yes, hot take yes. on that. Yes, yes. Uh we did pull out three that we said, you know what, let's there are some classics that we've talked about before. At length. Uh, at length, right. But uh these three we say, you know what, they deserve a little bit of shine. Perhaps, maybe, I don't know. Uh, there's been conversation about one or two of these. Uh, but before we even get into that, what are we drinking, my good sir? I am for the first time. You know, maybe not for the first time. I, I could have had this at Black Horizon. Um, but I think that this is definitely, well, no, not I think. This is my first time having this on the show. Uh, this is Black Horizons American Pale Ale. This is 100% mosaic hopped pale ale. Uh, coming in at 5.5%. So, mosaic, um, very like earthy, kind of fruity. Mosaic is kind of hard to describe from a, the standpoint of, uh, of uh, hops because it kind of can give you many different uh, characteristics from the standpoint of uh, taste and all that kind of good stuff. So, but yeah, man, this is it looks to be just a nice classic American pale ale from the body. You can see that it is kind of amberish in color. Mm-hmm. Um I had that one uh with Sam and Jay last time. It's pretty the, good. At um at Bitter Pops? No, no, the show when we recorded. Um Fruity notes up front, mm. um, light citrus, nice bitter, got a nice little bitter bite towards the back end. Um, mm. Pretty good, though. I'm, I'm, I'm checking for it. It's a nice uh, American pale ale, man, if you are into just a, you know, something that is going to give you that good, you know, punch up. Well, not punch up front, but that, that good bite towards the end, but nice and fruity kind of citrusy up front. I'm rocking with it, man. I like it. I like it, too, actually. Um, that is a beer from the Bitter Pops Black History pack, correct? Yes. Yes, yes. Um, I'm also having another one from the Bitter Pops Black History pack. I'm having 18th Street Brewery's uh, Best Patio Pills. I Stop. have never had this. Okay, that's what I, I was going to say. Have you had it? Now go. I've never had it. I've never had it. Uh Pilsner style lager. Uh, this is five percent ABV. Uh, brewed and canned by 18th Street Brewery in Hammond, Indiana. Uh, we might have to holler at them, man. Take a trip. I'm gonna wait yeah. on you to to drink that. I want I want to go ahead and uh, yeah, pull that boy up and let me know what you think, man. Because I I had I had this one out of my uh, six pack this week. And I immediately text uh, Jay Westbrook about it when I when I had it. So I want to what this one? Yeah, man. Let, let me see what let me see what you think about it. Cause I'm not a, I'm not really big into pilsners. Uh oh, too much head on that one. Pause. Well, you good? Mm. First of all, I'm feeling the the nose. The uh, hmm. It's it's it smells refreshing. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> banana ish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's rich. That's rich. That's um. Mm. It's super easy drinking, right? 
It's very easy drinking. Um, the first time I really noticed the uh, Pilsner taste was at Argus, man. R.I.P. Um, yeah. They got a good Pilsner too, man. Yeah. Um, but this is solid. This is shout out 18th Street. It's a very so when I drank it, I said, "Damn, man, I, I'm kind of sad that it's wintertime in Chicago because it it kind of yeah. it's it's a joint that you can have on a nice hot summer day." You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure, it's refreshing. Yeah. And uh, shout out Sam because he did the base uh, recipe for both of these, right? No, Sam did the base recipes for what the, everybody did on the stroll. So everybody had their ah, specific, gotcha, uh, gotcha. their specific, uh, what is it, variation or have you call it of of the stroll. These gotcha. beers are just the beers that were contributed to the six pack from each brewery. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. That's right, you're right because a lot of these already existed yeah. before the pack even yeah. came out. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, um. The year is 2010. Uh, what were we doing in 2010? Um, um, 2010, I was two years, two, three years into my career as a financial aid advisor at a, at a school I won't talk about, um, online, True. online college. Um, I was a year from marriage. I was a yeah. young man who had a, my first son in 2010, TJ. Word, 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 word. Yeah, I was about, I was, uh, not married i was still dating as a matter of fact <laughs> um but yeah i was definitely like two years out from marriage at that point um and i wasn't dating my wife how about that but she watched the show <laughs> and if she does you know saying hey man that's my boo. She it's all love, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um but yeah, so um 2010. Let's see. What's some of the other what's some of the albums that dropped in 20? Well, first of all, we're talking about should we talk about what we're talking about? Yes, let's do that. We're talking about um distant relatives, Nas and Damian Marley. Um, very slept on album, in my opinion. Very slept on album. Um, there are some songs that kind of start off. Eh, I could probably skip this, but then as the song gets further in it, oh, you know what? I'm kind of rocking with this song. I'm kind of yeah. rocking with it. It's a couple of songs on there um, like that for me. Um, I think it's a sleeper album. Um, we're also talking about Waka Flocka Flames debut album, Flocka Belly. <laughs> waka, Waka, Waka. <laughs> as well as um an R&B joint Love King from The Dream Radio Chilla one of my favorites um before we get into those what's some honorable mentions so 2010 so first of all full disclosure obviously you like damn y'all not talk about um Teflon Don or or my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yes we classics. are not those are real classics so you want to watch those, that commentary, man, you know, uh, got to go check out the 2010s top albums of 2010 show that we did. We talked about both of those albums on there. We have individually reviewed Teflon Don. We have talked about Teflon Don in the head to head segment with um, um, what's the joint that had deeper um, than rap. Deep in the rap, we've talked yeah. about uh, my beauty for dark twisted fantasy when we ranked Kanye's top five albums. We've just talked about yeah. these albums at length and we just didn't want to, you know, kind of do that again. 
Um, but outside of that, uh, Theater of the Mind, no, Battle of the Sexes, uh, Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really listen to that one yeah. much. Um, but the yeah. Roots, How We Got Over, dropped in 2010. I just started listening to that today. Um, so I'm early into re-listening to it. It's got some yeah. joints. It's got some yeah. joints, for sure. Yeah, man. What My hot take, what I was talking about, what I was going to get into is that this year originally seemed like it was subpar. And I think yeah. the reason why is because it wasn't – it wasn't a lot of uh, big names that dropped outside of, you know, like a, a, a Rick Ross and a Kanye. Big but Boy dropped. Big Boy, yeah. But his even day, Big Boy is kind of like a... Exactly. You know what I mean? His, like, his, his solo debut. This year, though, had a lot of albums in it that I remember people liked that I didn't check because at that time I wasn't into like a... This year reminds me a lot of, 20, of, of 2020. If you remember 2020... Mm. we liked a lot of those albums but 10 years from now will the kids be talking about pray for haiti makami you know what i'm saying hmm. um but I remember they might i just revisited that yes. uh like a, like you. a couple of weeks ago yes literally a couple of weeks ago literally yes we they might. That, they might but that, what i'm saying is that with that who is they that 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 they is going to be a minute few that a following who check the dude like people with may have been checking for Sky Zoo and Illmind's album mm. in 2010 or Rock Marciano's mm. album in 2010 or you mm. know one of those other you know pilot talk which I remember people talking about from Currency mm. you know what I'm saying so it's like sure. it definitely was a like a somber year because with 2011 and when we do when we actually get to 2011 when ASAP and Kendrick and J. Cole like a new album, stock a new generation you know yeah yeah Definitely. 2010, uh, Thank Me Later also came out. Yes. I, yeah. We could have did that, but I'm like, you know what? No, nah, no. Nah, we because... could have did. You know what? I'm about to put that in my queue, man. I'm about to, <laughs> you know, I'm going to revisit it. But I remember thinking that it wasn't as good as, uh, what's the joint where he like reaching for the dollar? Uh, take Care? Not Take Care. The one before Thank Me Later. Oh, the mixtape? Mix oh, yeah. What's the name of that mixtape? Mixtape is um, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. No, that's just a song on the album. That's a song on it, right? Right. Uh, that joint. I don't, y'all know what y'all know what that mixtape slash album is from Drake. Yeah, uh, man. Y'all know, know what I'm talking from. about, man. Hold on, I'm about to tell you right away. So far gone. Yes, that joint wasn't so far gone. So I'm like, well, it's cool because I was I'm a Drake fan still. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I thought it was. All right, but eh, yeah, yeah. I think it was a decent album. It actually has some joints on it. Right. Go back through it, but yeah, man. Um, let's get into it, man. First joint we're gonna do, man, is Distant Relatives, which is an album by Nas and Damon Marley. Damian Marley. Uh, album came out May eighteenth, twenty ten. Uh, album was mostly produced by Damian Marley. Uh, Junior Gong. Yeah. yeah. So singles on it as we enter strong will continue and my generation. So as I went back through this album, I'm gonna be full disclosure. I don't think I've ever listened to this album all the way through. Mm. I remember though people really being up on this album when it came out and like, man, you know what I'm saying? This is a great combination. And then listening to it, I think it was cool. You know, I think it was definitely um a good mesh of you know hip hop and that 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 reggae, more new age reggae sound that you would get mm. from like a Damian Marley and whatnot. Um mm. But overall, 
from the standpoint of the songs that were on the album. I think my the strongest songs for me were um, I like Strong Will Continue. I like Friends. I mm -hmm. like uh, Naameen mm -hmm. um, and Patience. Patience probably, is one of those. Patience is one of those. They probably yeah. stick out the most, man. Is it a clap? To preface again, none of these albums, I think, this is a, a different one. Usually we really pinpoint the real classics from the year, but because the two yeah. standout classics have been reviewed so much, we kind of yeah. going into some albums that people would like that maybe don't get the shine that they, that maybe don't get that much shine. So it's a cool album. Y'all yeah. should check it out. Yeah, man. That's, it's, it's like, I'm going to say it again, man. As we were looking at those albums, for me, it's a little bit of a trash year. <laughs> like, I, I went back and listened to, um, and I'm going to just say this. I went back and listened to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And even though that's not my favorite Kanye album, it's some strong songs on there. Some strong songs. Um, and it's definitely, you know, much, it sets a bar for that year that makes it hard, you know what I'm saying, to really get up there to that level. Uh, and even Teflon Don has, at least one song that was from those My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy sessions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, Rick Ross was in a space also. But anyway, Distant Relatives, yeah, man. Um, all the ones that you named. Um, yeah, Friends. I like Leaders. Um, as We Enter, I do like that. Patience is definitely uh one of the standout songs i like my generation with lil wayne um but yeah overall i think uh it is a sleeper project i think it is a cool project i think that the words are very important and the idea that they are distant relatives is is uh played out throughout the album that thread of, you know, connecting the two cultures of American and Jamaican culture. Um, they even talk, bring Africa in there a lot. Um, it's a good project. It's a thoughtful project. Uh, but yeah, Distant Relatives, Nas and Junior Gong, Damian Marley. Word up. Moving All on. Right, man. Let's go to the next one. We're going to go Waka next. Let's do Waka, man. <laughs> Waka. For so listen, man. And here's another opportunity, right? Y'all got to understand where we're coming from. Um, we have never had the opportunity to talk about Waka Flocka Flame on the show. Ever. And what a great opportunity to do it because if you think about it, 2010, this is the era of the new Atlanta artists. Um, new Atlanta artists that are coming out. I remember the uh, the Roscoe Dashes, the Waka Flockas, the yeah. uh, Travis Porter, Travis... Uh, what's that group, man? It was a group of, of guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, gym Class Heroes. Yeah. Travis. Uh, Travis something. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was from. Oh, oh them, them dudes. It was it was a group. Like the, it was like the Migos before the Migos, almost. Travis. Uh, uh, it was Travis Porter or something. Travis. Oh, something. yeah, yeah. Travis Porter. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. No, no. Not Gym Class Hero. There is a Travis in that group. But. Yes. Travis Porter, you're you are correct. Wow, that's crazy. I forgot all about them. That was a whole like swag. That, you know, that's, that's like when swag was major. Yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy. 
Shop Boys was a little earlier than that, but you know what I'm saying? You had a, a new wave of Atlanta artists, you know what I'm saying, that was coming through uh, along with a new Atlanta new Atlanta producers or just producers in general like Lex Luger, who is featured all throughout this oh, yeah. album. Yeah. And Lex Luger, man, was was this was a... So Kamal always talks about how he likes sounds. You know, he likes producers that have sounds. I was sound. just about to say that, yeah. Uh, Lex Luger was running around his time. You may know him from songs like Ham. You may know him from songs like BMF, which was on Teflon Don. Um, a lot of joints were being done by Lex Luger at that time. And his sound was so prevalent that people started making them Lex Luger type yeah. heavy bass, but blaring, you know, horns and whatnot. And Lex Luger pretty much produced a good amount of Waka's album. Um, for sure. This is like the end of my club era though. So I remember, for example, <laughs> here we go. Uh, album dropped, uh, October 5th, 2010. Uh, again, mostly produced by Lex Luger, but here we go. Uh, singles, Oh, Let's Do It, right? Oh, Let's Do It. Harden the Paint, single. No Hands, single. Single. Grove Street Party, single. It's a party. <laughs> That's four solid bangers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people was rocking like, man, this Flaccavelli album. And at that time, I wasn't yeah. really, I think I was like, like I've always been, my palette was always, you know, as far as music, it was, you know, broad and whatnot. But I think at this era, I was a little bit more constricted. And yeah. while our generation had violence, it was, mm. you know, the lyricism was there and it was presented in a way as to where these guys who came on the scene, like Waka, it was just yeah. like brash. You know, hear yeah. the background, pow, pow, pow. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, bow, 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 bow. It's not club music. It's, it was like, I'm a beat your ass in the club music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we had that, though. Like, that yeah. crunk. We had a crunk era. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Was, in college. But the content on here is like, it's, it's but he he's street. You know what I'm saying? As to what mm -hmm. Lil John, it was fun. This was more so like, now nah, I'm pulling up with the chop on him. I'm, I'm killing everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, right. I like the project, man. It turned. I went to the gym this morning, and I, I came front. Chess day was a good day. Chess and tricep day was a great day, man. Listening to this joint, man, it was. Uh, it was a good listen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I like the maturation of Waka Flocka as he's gotten older and gotten to vegan lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. It's my my. What I like to see, I always say, I want to see every yeah. artist get to their four 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 level. You know, yeah, he used to mm. shit is wicked on these mean streets. None of my friends speak. We are like he went from that to making therapy, you know, talking about therapy and all that. Like I mm. like I like to see artists, you know, elevate. And I think I just mm. Waka's process and how he's come yeah. from this to where he is now is just wonderful to see. Y'all should check this out, man. This is this is an era. This is a moment. This is, this a sound. is an era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I definitely this being his debut. This really, um, you know, he had no intentions on rapping or any of that. But his mom is Deb Antney, right? Uh, I forget what they label is. Uh, but she pushed him into it. And he said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, and... I don't really have too much to say. I agree with everything that you said. I mm -hmm. would just really mirror everything that you just said. Um, but I'm more interested in who Waka is now. Mm -hmm. And I am also like, wow, he is very mature now. He is like coming to, 
you know, a, a, he's a he's a mature man now, yeah. you know, whereas he even in older. I remember him on 106 in Park, not really, you know, knowing what was going on and just was like, <laughs> he was I a wild young Atlanta dude. Yeah, he was wild. He was young. And and I re- I feel like at one point he told Free, like, hey, man, can we do this over? Can we do this? Nah, it's live. We're live. And he didn't know what was going on as far as the industry or none of that. And, you know, he's making songs like Gun Sounds, uh, you know, bow, bow, all through his music. Uh, you know, he's even on the front and it's like blood all on him on the front of the cover. And to see him in interviews now and to hear him speak and, you know, I love to see that. Yeah, I love to see that. That is what interests me most about this album, that that's what he came from. Yeah. And to know that this is an era in time, you know, and to see what he's become is more interesting to me than anything on this album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but he did have some solid singles on this on this joint. Oh, let's do it. Um, Grove Street Party. Them joints is popping, man. I remember, um, bro. I remember. Oh, th- so this is the radio era where you literally would hear a song five times in a day. And if it was that popping, it didn't matter. When this first hit, I was just like, what the fuck? What? If, what? Oh, the let's beat was all it. crazy. Bent, bent, bent. Like, what is. Yeah, and it was, and then the video was. It was like a, he was like performing, in in a in a venue that was like similar to the tunnel in New York, where it was just wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how a lot of his performances. They used to, he used to be fighting at the shows, and not like it. It it was just wild. But here's another important point, man. That we can't, we'd be remiss not to talk about the fact that he was a, a 1017 Brick Squad artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the influence of Gucci. You know, oh, for sure. Um, for sure. At this time, and the artists and whatnot, and people that he was kind of, you know, bringing in the game. And I think at this time, Gucci was incarcerated. So you heard the shout outs yeah. from, I believe, yeah. you know, you heard the shout outs and whatnot, you know, like, man, lock my CEO up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Flockavelli, Waka Flocka Flame. Let's 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 slow it down a bit, man. Let's slow it down a bit, man. To possibly, oh man, I I wouldn't even say he needs an unsung, but the fact Mm. that this album came out in 2010 and his imprint is still like the fact that like J and J and J Electronica was like, hey, come, yo 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 right right, come holler at us. You know what I'm saying? He's got a voice. He's got um he's got some interesting writing skills. Um yes. he is a product of R. Kelly, whether you like it or not. He's a product of R. Kelly and probably Prince. Mm. Um <laughs> you are facts. facts. No, you're, facts. You're very, he yeah. has definitely met I remember um Adult Swim. Right, Adult Swim. Adult Swim is a block on Cartoon Network late at night. They are famous for their black screen and white words, and they, you know, their bumps. 
before and after shows in between commercials and all of that. And when one of his albums dropped, and it might have been this album, where, you know, they comment, they use the bumps to comment on different things in the culture that they might be into as a staff and all of that. And one of the things that they mentioned is Dream made the best Prince song since Prince has yeah. dropped music, which I thought was so funny, but so accurate because he does. If you listen to, to the dream and I listen to the dream, right? I think he's got three solid albums, love, hate, sex versus money and love King. Everything after that is like, eh, I could, I could, you know, take it or leave it, you know, but, um, yeah, man, he's definitely, he's definitely a product of R. Kelly. You can hear it. He's definitely a product of Prince. You can hear that too. Um, shout out to Tricky Stewart, uh, one of his early, uh, production co-producers, um, he creates a sound and he has a sound. He has a style of writing. Um, he has a tone in his voice that other artists like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like Jay Electronica, like Jay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like Kanye, you know what I'm saying? He's on a lot of projects and you may not know he's on there. Yeah. Um, he get a lot of respect in the game. I check for this album. I'm checking for love King. I'm checking for makeup bag with T.I. I'm checking for sex intelligent as it rolls into the remix. You know what I'm saying? Yamaha, Abyss, um, Turned Out. Uh, I like February Love. I like Priceless. I'm a, I'm a dream fan, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, his writing is comical at times. But... I like what he does as far as soundscapes. A lot of his songs be like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? And it's just to, you know, try. He be trying different things out, different lyrics out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like what he does. Yeah, man. This is definitely the era of the, and you're right, good, good, good point with uh, him being influenced by, you know, um, like an R. Kelly and, you know, Prince um, because... At this time, this also was that wave of R&B dudes that this was the era of the R&B thug. Like, mm. uh, the, the transition from, you know, trying to sing girls out their panties to, to telling you what I'm going to do. What I, this, is, this is who I am. The bravado. The bravado of a rapper in R&B, mm. dudes. You know what I'm saying? This is that era. You know, the Trey Songs had that. Um, Chris Brown, you know, as he came into adulthood, had that, you know, um, didn't really check for Bobby Valentino that much, but you know what I mean? Like that, that army. Trey Songs. Yeah, 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 all that. So, yeah. But the Dream Man has a great falsetto. Um, he has a, a, a dope, like, I really like when he does. He, I, th I think his best songs, a lot of his best songs are done when he uses his falsetto. Um, but yeah, man, to kind of what you were saying, yeah, just trying to corrupt corroborate what you were saying. Um, sex intelligent, man. Uh, I liked uh, Nikki Part Two, I like Turned Out, oh, yeah. 
I like February Love, man. Um, this is an era. This is a the sound on this album is so uh indicative of the RB of this era that you were here in the club, man. That hmm, it was changing, man. Like RB was I don't know what RB is now, it's definitely different, but during this time, this is what RB sound like. That um What's the Trey Songs joint that he did with Drake? Uh, when I get you to the crib, upstairs to the bed, girl, you gonna think you gonna that joint? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, this is in that vein. Like, like. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. right, 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 right. The, 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 uh, I feel like thinking of the other lyrics. Right, right, right. I know they got invented sex. I think is what the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. song is. But right, right. Yes. This was yes. This was that era of this kind of R&B, man. Like, you heard these joints in the club, man. And, and it, it was a good time, man. Damn. Yeah. 2010 is kicking it, man. I was... 2010, right. 2010. I was on my way out the club. This was the end of the clubbing days, but I remember the bag joint with yeah. T.I. too, man. I remember that joint, man. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. That, that is the classics 2010, man. Again, if y'all... I know we didn't do My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or, or Teflon Dom, but y'all can go check them joints. Um, right on the show you all may have some other albums you might consider classics but those are definitely up there for us uh yeah yeah man and um i, I did want to mention also man um hot take real quick just to get to end out this may be the driest a year has ever started out mm, i'm talking about you know. our, like 2023 bro I yeah, don't I agree. ever remember a year starting out. Yeah. And I don't want to dismiss anybody who has done something. It's just, I don't care. And I don't know what's it. I, nobody's really putting anything out right now. Yeah. The, the, the most popping things in my life right now is that Devon Lamar trio is going to be in Evanston this month. And I'm going to go see them. <laughs> Surprise chef will be here. In June at uh, Empty Bottle, and then I'm going to see Alpha Mist. That's the highlights of my mm. life. Outside of that, I don't know. Ain't nobody. It's February. you going to see Alchemist? Alpha Mist. No, no, I know, I know. Alpha, but Mist. you sound like you said Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, Alchemist. Yeah. So but I don't no, know, I man. You. This is it's it's a weird time. It's like, yeah, even by now, like I think uh, last year the weekend dropped around January, February. Like around the Super Bowl, so you know, you know, what do you think of Rihanna's performance, man? Did you see her performance? I think that Rihanna's performance was very good, and I think that, um, I would love to see. Okay, I think her performance was good, and if you thought her performance was whack, um, I just don't know what people expect anymore. You should have just been enjoying yourself and listening yeah. to Rihanna, her hits, because that's right. all it was. Right. She has hits. And she it's got special. hits. I was, uh, I thought it was short, actually. And she popped. Well, it was yeah. short. Super Bowl performances are typically about 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And she popped. Are, are, are they? I feel like Beyonce was longer. Yeah, maybe uh, Beyonce wasn't like six months pregnant. Know. I feel like she's like six months pregnant. Right, exactly. She's pregnant also. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. But I thought that, um, 
it was a good performance. I forgot that some of these songs, like when she did all of the lights, I'm like, oh snap. You know what I'm saying? Like she got some bangers. Like and yeah, she's man. on bangers. Um but I thought it was a decent performance. It was man. decent, yeah, I man. I, was, I, I my expectations I are always good. I don't, you know, like yeah. I like this I like her and I like her songs and she performed them. And I would really love to see her and yeah. Beyonce do a versus. Ooh. I would really love it, man. Beers and bars. Oh. Let's <laughs> end on that. Peace. We should take Peace. that on. Who would win, Beyonce or Rihanna in a versus? Mm-hmm.